The new series of Figuring Out Families focuses on marriage preparation. A wedding is not just about turning up on the day, much preparation is involved. Andrew and Veronica Scheinmakers, who join me for this series, have been married for 42 years. They've been doing marriage preparation for over 16 years, which they call FOCUS, facilitating open couple communication, understanding and study. Welcome to another episode of this fascinating series on marriage preparation with Andrew and Veronica Scheinmakers. This is session four. Welcome again to the program facilitators, Andrew and Veronica. How are you going? Good, thank you, David. Good, thanks, David. Terrific. Good to have you on board again for this fourth session. So by now, you'd have a reasonable understanding about a particular couple. You've met with them for a few times. So could this get together be a make or break session for some couples or am I being too dramatic? I think you're being I think too dramatic. You find by by the final session that the, they come to the door. It's like we we have a lovely greeting. I think it's it's just all positives. Because yep. I think that they, they they work hard at it. I think that's it's a good um summation and any issues they've had, I think they're they're more keen to come to us and say, "Yes, we're doing this. Yes, it, it's happening. We're we're making changes." And no, I think it's it's all positives. Yeah, I think that when you say drama, it's more about the awareness they've received and that they're determined to focus and and work on them. Yeah, and I guess they they wouldn't be seeing you if they weren't really committed uh, to start with, really. Correct. Correct. Yes. Yeah. They're very, very committed. It's just, it's wonderful to see. It's just, they're delightful people. Yes. They're always very nervous, very nervous at the beginning, but by the end, (laughs) it isn't it? It, It's it's like, oh, they're here again. And often when they say goodbye, oh, okay, we're not going to see you again. You get, you get to, it's, they're friendless. It's lovely. Delightful people. Yeah. No, that's terrific. Well, it's like anyone you meet for the first time, it takes a little while to get to understand or get to know them. And then you yes. become more relaxed as, uh, you know, the longer you're with them. Mm. And we have been fortunate to be invited to a couple of weddings. and yeah. wow. <laughs> But we've, we've, we've usually declined. We will, sometimes we'll go and watch uh, mm-hmm. and they just love uh, seeing us there. And, oh, particularly their, their parishioners or their, yeah. our mass or something. We just go, just go and have a look and, or join in the celebration and just observe. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. lovely. It's lovely. Yeah. Do they invite you to the reception as well or? No. Uh, no, no, we don't. No, no, is it? Um, Never been that fortunate yet. No, we did no. the very first. The very, very first couple we did. That was a very large w- wedding, but we couldn't go because you were overseas. They had it, and they, they were a very first couple still involved in the parish. The kids are now teenagers. It's just, it's wonderful. It's wonderful just to to see them progressing through life. It's lovely. Yeah, no, that that's excellent. Uh, Andrew and Veronica, you talk about patterns in a couple's responses. Perhaps you could explain this a little more. Yes, yeah, certainly. They're, the patterns are grouped into about eight different sectors, uh, and in each one it has subcategories. Um, so, you know, like one is bonders, and, and bonders, they talk about the couple's overall agreement in relation to religion, spirituality values, parenting issues, extended family issues, sexuality issues, and financial issues. And within that, there will be groups or different f- values and percentages that apply to that. 
a lot of these ones for their couples and, and because of their age group generation. Religion is usually lower because they may not be attending masses. So the questions they get, they're more uncertain about the style of question that it is. So we say to them, if, if in doubt, you know, you, you put undecided. So a lot of those, and then we, it gives a lot of um, statistical graph in relation to where they were both undecided and where they're both undecided, it's about um, do you, you know, you, they may not be aware of the question. They may not understand the question. They as opposed to a yes or no type response. Um, sometimes it can be around where the patterns, uh, where sometimes the, you know, someone could be a little bit probably overanalyzing the questions. You know, they, they delve <laughs> in them too deep and, and they'll put undecided for everything because you know, they feel that if I answer this, it'll give this result. So they just put undecided for everything. And we could see that, you know, hey, you're a bit uncertain about how you're responding. So we just work through them a bit more or we'll focus on an area where we feel they've sort of tried to dodge it uh, and not respond as opposed to a a definite yes or no. Okay. It's probably like a lot of things in life. Some people do tend to overanalyze things and uh, um, when really it's quite a simple question. Yeah, we, we tell them from the onset, you know, it's not a test. It's not nothing that's going to be any different. For, it's about how you feel now. It's not a test to say what your marriage is going to be like or what your relationship's like. It's how do you feel now. Okay. In this session, do you also um, discuss some of the, the differences more in detail about what couples may have between them and try and help them to resolve any sticking points? Yes, we do, because I, I, cause it seems to come up in each session and each time you go through all, all the different um, groups, groups of question, it just brings it back up again. It's, it's amazing how, as, as Andrew, it's a pattern there. So uh, we're very quick to, to say, okay, talk about this further. Sometimes I might answer quickly, think, oh, we've answered that question, we'll brush it aside, you know, and then sometimes we'll go, no, just discuss that a little bit further. And you will observe a person that is a little bit reluctant or seems a bit anxious, and we say, um, "Just, re- just talk about it." And after a while, they do. It, yeah. it, it's it's quite good. It's it's just more so to say the point to the person that's more it, the quieter one, and they 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 do expand on it. We we politely draw it out of them for want of a description, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is an issue. Some people are just a bit quieter, aren't they? But it's it's obviously important, uh, especially if one of the couple, whether it be the man or the woman, whoever, is more talkative than the other one. I, I imagine it's important for the quiet one to say, you, you know, to encourage them to talk as much as possible as well. Correct. And we've also had um, <clears throat> couples of different nationalities or the same nationality, but the 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 First language is not English. That was a bit challenging at time. I don't believe we had occasion where I think the, uh, the other person would translate and then we had to read the body language of the person to think, I don't think he's giving the right information. You know, when oh, you, you're just trying to, yes, there's a couple of 
couple of instances where um, uh, oh, I'm digressing here. We had absolutely funny. We're just, we're just, this, yeah, is, this was I knew, this, I knew this one would come up. Andrew can interrupt me. I'm not really good at getting all the facts together, but I remember um, for it was elect. Oh, no, they went electronic, and for both of them, English wasn't their first language. So one particular person had there was his aunt, I think it was his aunt, helped him through the questions. And, of course, when you got the results, it came out he had all these issues, sexual issues, this issues, that issues, and we go, whoa. And he said, I didn't say that. But, of course, the aunt, we learnt later, she was teasing him oh. and she purposely responded. To what, how she <laughs> felt. Well, yeah. but, she was, but she was doing it as a joke. And then we happened to, oh, dear. And then we learnt later, someone said, oh, yes, that, you know, she, well, we mentioned to the priest, she's, oh, my gosh, of all the people. He t- and it was it was absolutely hilarious. If anything, it relaxed it more and um and then we had to we had to rejig everything, didn't yeah. we? We we, like, we thought, oh gosh, well, we've got to throw the question in. We had to readdress everything. So but uh it has its it has its fun moments too. But <laughs> as you say, the, the when English isn't their first language at times we, we ourselves had to readdress redirect questions but but we have also seen where and you you come across where in a couple one is as you said more dominating in the conversation and and we really have to um, i say manage the discussion points to say yeah okay this you've had your response why did you put this response to the other couple and talk to each other and then, you know, the other one will start talking over the top of the other one and we, we have to stop yeah. them and say, no, this is your turn to talk. And we had one gentleman, he was, by the time he finished, and we maybe had three or four sessions with that, and he was just so grateful that he had the opportunity to talk. Without being interrupted. Without being interrupted. <laughs> so he thought it was a great session. <laughs> So it's there are extremes. Oh, I'm I'm sure there are. Going back to the aunt, she probably should have been invited back to the next session. She might have added some. Oh, uh... <laughs> oh it was uh, it was absolutely hilarious. It was it was funny. <laughs> I think there there was uh, there's some questions, and and we looked at him. And we thought, there's no way you've responded to this because it doesn't work. And to what we were seeing, and the look on his face when I sort of I would take it to the next level. But go, the thing is, we tweaked after a while, and we said, "Who did someone help you?" And then he goes, "Yes," because mm. we'd already looked his personality and thought, "This isn't right." <laughs> Teary me. Well, at least he, he took it in good humour by the sound of it. Anyway, eventually, we well, had to by the responses he gave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. No, no, no! Individual has as many problems as he did that day. That's for sure. <laughs> oh dear! Um, is it important at this stage for couples to do more of the talking? I suppose you've already answered this, really. And as facilitators, you really want to hear from them, don't you? So you'd probably keep your your questions fairly brief. Yeah, the 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 way it works, or the way we've they've trained. When I say trained, is it's about ensuring you ask more questions so we ask the questions of them and then we say you need to direct your response to each other you know we will ask the questions but we let them talk to each other about it so that they expand on it with each other not to us and and that is a, a lot of the 
I suppose, where we have to keep mindful that this is their discussion point, not ours. Okay. Yeah, no, fair enough. Do you encourage an individual uh, to change a bad habit, habit if it's causing a problem in the relationship or is that not your responsibility really? Oh, I suppose not necessarily our responsibility. We're just giving guidance or just to, uh, highlighting the bad habit and often redirecting to the other person, is this an issue with you? Would you? And it's more making the other person ask could you please change the habit? It's yeah. got to come from rather than us lecturing, yeah. it's asking them to express their feelings of how it affects them. And in the response or the guides we give, and it's more around expanding what, what do you want to change, how do you want to change it, and what is like the breaking point that you, it's not acceptable. Right. So do you provide couples with techniques to work through an issue? Is that part of your uh, uh, facilitating as well? No, no. Not really? No, we're, no. Not, we're not trained. We, If there's any, again, we would redirect them to um, other services if they feel they need yeah. that assistance. Yeah. 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 Well, that sort of brings me to the next question, I guess. Uh, uh, with some couples, your assistance can only, can only stretch so far. So you'd recommend further support for some couples, say, if a glaring issue arises, perhaps you've learnt one of them has a drug or alcohol problem. Yes, correct. Yes, we have. Um, our our um, initial response is to, particularly those that we're going through our parish, we said even to um, direct it towards the parish, to our pastoral care, because they have the access to all the services and they can guide them from there. We just... Um, we take a step back, but we do say, I think you need assistance. It's quite important. And we advise them to, to seek further assistance. Yeah. yeah we yeah. can see observations and, and it's the way the questions have gone and their responses. We say, you know, this is you doing this and you can see it. And by showing the patterns, it's sort of, you know, you it just highlights, okay, you need to just go and talk to someone about this a bit more. Um, you know, and we encourage them to go back through. We go back through the pastoral side or through to the priest mm. um, as a first point, but we do encourage them to speak to others, especially where we can see it quite dramatically that there's an issue. Yeah. Have there been instances where you've seen an issue but the couple, both, both of them are reluctant to sort of say or elaborate too much on it? Yeah, we have, um, and it's sometimes it's it's we will take it so far, and then we won't push it any further um, because that's not our role. Or we also experience the awkwardness; they're actually not liking it. So we we respect. Okay, we've 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 got to allow them to deal with it personally. Yeah, well, I, I guess you can't push it, and as you said, that's not really your responsibility or your role, is it? If people are reluctant to talk about something. Um, mm. you, you can only sort of delve so far, really. Yeah, it's we do our part, and in most, it's an, an enjoyable journey. And in in most, it's it's fun time, and they're highlighting a lot of things and learning so much about each other. And again, depending on how long they've been together and how long 
their relationship has been and how whether they're cohabitating and the extended families and cultures. It's, it's really a journey of discovery, isn't it, if I can put it succinctly like that? It is. It is. Well, as you said, it's, and we, you know, really reiterate it's, it's a marriage sacrament. It's, uh, it's for life. Um, you are going on a journey together. Yeah. No, it's fabulous. Just getting back to the, the, the previous question before, too, about what sort of support is available, do you know, for people who have those sort of issues? Would it be drug, alcohol, gambling, whatever? I imagine there are a lot of different support services around these days. Yeah, there are. Yeah, so a lot of other there are a lot of services there, and we yes. So again, that is out of our scope. We um, they're, they're the serious issues of. I suppose it's nice yeah. to say that we don't have to deal with it. I don't. I think it'll be very very hard. Yeah, yeah. I think we're we're dealing with. I think the really positive things about about relationships. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. But you're right. If we see something, as we said before, we'll, we'll direct it more towards the pastoral side and we encourage them to contact them and talk about it um, because that's our first point of call. Uh, I mean, obviously, there, there is the financial side of things where we get that. I, you know, we encourage you need to speak to a financial planner. Um, you know, don't. You know, yes, there's always relatives and everything, but a finance someone who's independent that can help you with this to understand and plan these things out, document it. Um, where there's where we've seen and very rare, can where there's maybe alcohol or abuse. It's it's really some of the awareness side they get to it that uh, they and that's about them realizing that this is a problem and I need to address it. Whether that be the male or the female, you know, the, you know, the couple, um, you know, because a lot of them will just it, it, they don't see it as an issue because they just keep accepting it. Mm. Yeah, as you said, it's really got to come from them. They've got to got to become self aware that there is an issue there. Otherwise, uh, there, there's no point. Have you just, for interest, ever had a, a priest come to you who's had concerns about a couple that are about to be married and just want a second opinion? Well, that's never occurred. No, I've never, no. never had that. Yeah. Yes, and and if, if we had concerns, we would re relay that directly to them initially, so they're aware of it prior to their final meeting with the couple in preparation for the ceremony and whatever. Because we um, they virtually have to do this marriage preparation program first before their final um finalization of the, of their marriage ceremony. Yeah, yeah, and as you said earlier, I mean you are facilitators, so. Your uh, your role in all of this is sort of limited in some respects, I guess. Yes, correct. Mm. So recapping some of the main points from today's podcast, where do we go? Mm. I think it's the importance of the sacrament of marriage as we've talked about, you know, where are the make or break parts? Where are the, um, the responses that they give and the differences? You know, what's the important parts? And I, it was good that we went over what we felt were uh, the important sessions and the important topics that, that come into play and then, you know, what, when we say techniques, but it's more about that, um, again, continuing the communication and discussions and then realising, okay, where, where do we go to now if we see something, you know, that what are the support programs, that there are other people out there that are willing to help them because they are 
they are going through a, a great journey, they're a wonderful sacrament of marriage, and they're determined to do it. So, you know, we think it's great and we encourage them, you know, you're in a positive place, keep going. Have you ever um, had a couple and you thought you've got to the end of the program but thought they might benefit from another session and invited them back? Definitely. Our sessions are based on their responses and we tell them, you know, this is not limited to us. This is about how much you want to get out of this. We've had sessions that have gone you know, four sessions, maybe five at the most, but and they generally go for an hour and a half to two hours, depending on theirs. So we encourage their discussions. So all we're doing is for and we have had them where they've come back and we'll stop it after that time. Say, listen, go away, keep talking, and let's come back and revisit. And then we'll recap those and make sure that we've got the the points that they're raising and and the direction. And then we talked about that there's a trend or a pattern. We say, okay, let, you know, you've seen that trend or pattern. Let's keep working and talking through those areas. And yeah. You know, it can go for more sessions, and we're happy to do it. Okay. No no limit. Well, that is good because I imagine some couples would sort of, they'd get it pretty quickly. You know, there might not be too many issues. They know what they're doing. They're on top of everything. But there'd be some mm. couples who would struggle in certain areas. Yes, yeah, they do. They would, they would struggle. Or they get very tired too. You know, there's, there's some good communicators and it takes you a few sessions for them to, Get the gist of it, or feel confident, confident mm. or comfortable. Comfortable, comfortable. Is another, yeah, to, yeah, to talk about. And because we do it in our home, it's uh, it's a friendly environment. You know, there's no interruptions. Uh, you know, they don't have anyone else sitting around them, so they're comfortable and they get very you know, comfortable very quickly. Mm. And 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 as we said, those that want to keep coming back, we allow it. Yeah. Well, being in your home too, it's a safe environment for them too, mm. which is great. That brings us to an end of session four. Thank you very much, Andrew and Veronica, and uh, enjoy your day. We shall. Thank you very much, David. Thank you, David. Mm -hmm.